describes acts of extreme violence in graphic detail and may include discussions about demonology and the occult, topics that caused widespread panic during the 1980s. This content may not be suitable for children under the age of 50. Viewer and listener discretion is advised. take two monsters from the world of uh, Advanced Dungeons & Dragons, and we talk about it, and then we have them fight. And we have a champ, don't we? Who's our champ? Do we have a champ? Rock Hudson, the stone, the stone golem. Oh, the whole end, the endless debate. Yes, he's, about... he defeat, he's defeated a Pyrohydra last time you were in our you, absence. You need a magical weapon. Okay. You need a magical weapon, or, high, or you have to be a magical creature of high enough hit dice. Right. Okay, so... We're rolling now to see if we're doing a random monster from the Fiend Folio or the Monster Manor 2. It Fiend is from Fol- the Fiend Folio. You like that? Which makes sense. Because you know, the Fiend Folio isn't the Fiend Folio's copyright 19... 19- oh, it's 1981. Sorry. But it is out now. So, James, I need you to roll for me a D10. And this will tell us where we are adventuring. Unless you wanted to be in a sylvan forest. It's uh, St. Patrick's Day. Right. Well, or do you want to just rent? Well, the dice don't lie. So that's just fine. Six. Six. I don't. I'm flipping and turning. I'm flipping and turning. I'm flipping and turning. We are in temperate and subtropical conditions. How do we pick the forest? I need you to roll a D8, sir. D8. Yeah, where is the Sylvan Forest on this? Is it a subcategory? Oh, we didn't get that. Sylvan, that was eight. Fair and Sylvan, you need to roll an eight. Oh, I'm sorry. What I rolled a seven. We're in the mountains. Not a forest. Well, you, nothing well, says leprechaun. Leprechauns are in the mountains, right? They can be. Let's see. Nope. Okay, roll percentile, sir. We can't. No leprechauns, sorry. No. Oh, we did it before. 20. Okay. A fire drake. Fire drake? Because who doesn't, who doesn't run into a fire drake? Right, in the mountains. Well, the apparently mountains. the stone golem, who is Litchy Woman's uh, creation. This is not going to be a good fight. I, I, I put a fire toad in an adventure. You did? Yeah, it's an adventure where um, you guys haven't been through it. I just, you know, I just write adventures. I never run them. <laughs> That would damn to do. And, uh, yeah, you know, he's like the, uh, he was the fire source. Interesting. Right? He just blew a little, the coal or whatever. Very ecologically know. sound. <laughs> he was happy. He had a purpose. Okay, we're on page 38 of the Monster Manual. Oh, I can't look. Sorry. We're not doing the flail snail. Nope. We're doing, bad. oh, wait, we're doing the, wait, what did it say? Fire 
Drake. Drake. I was going to do, I almost did Fire Snake. Oh, oh. Fire Drake. We're on page 36. Yes. How common is a, well, first, let's start off with size, because I need to get a, a mental image. How big is a Fire Drake? I don't think it's very big. I'm going to say medium. Small, four feet long. Oh, wow. You were close. You're a foot away from medium. Four feet long. Cute little fellas. Mm-hmm. How, how uh, what's our frequency? Rare. You are correct. You like your Fire Drakes rare? That's right. <laughs> Number appearing? Uh, I saw this, so I can't. All right, two days. Um, what is their alignment? Let's talk about more interesting things. What's their alignment? You know, um, they look mean, so I was going to say neutral evil, but maybe not. They're actually neutral. So I'm going to go ahead and read about the fire drake here, because, you know, this is hard for you to guess, because there's... Anything in the fiend foe is a bit unusual. Oh, are the fire drakes? No, they're not. That's not our picture of the fire drakes. That's a fire newt. Found only in rocky areas. This small dragonette, four feet long or thereabouts, resembles a miniature red dragon in appearance, if not in temperament. If it is disturbed even with peaceful intent, there is a 50% chance it will attack. Oh. Its claws are not used in combat, but its bite will cause two to eight hit points of damage. The fire drake also has a breath weapon, which it can use five times daily. This is a cone of fire. Wow, 60 feet long. That's pretty long. You're only four feet, yeah. and you're going 60 feet. That's pretty good. That's pretty good fire breath. That would be surprising, right? You see this little, little guy coming up ahead, and it goes 60 feet. It causes, delivers two to 16 hit points of damage, half to saving throws made. Fire drakes have a short lifespan compared with their larger cousins, the dragons. The age incremental hit point steps do not apply. The dragonette's blood burns fiercely in air. What does that mean? Well, the breath weapon is, in fact, a jet of blood. That's disgusting. Yeah. Blood breath. Blood breath. Ew. Yeah. So you're just like covered in blood? Yeah. Covered Burning in blood. blood. That's one of the songs. Covered in blood. <laughs> blood, fire blood, too. It's from the band Dragonettes. It's the Dragonettes. It's the female. Dragonettes. Right? Rock band, the Dragonettes. Uh, though it is, so the Dragonettes blood burns fiercely in air. So meaning that as he flies, his blood boils basically? No, his, his, it's like uh, anything, it's like stuff that if, once it, it gets exposed to air, it, it combusts. I was thinking like when he's flying, it's like starting to heat up. No. So in other words, when, the minute it hits the air. Yeah, it becomes flame. Oh, that's terrible. So it's hot blood. Hot blood. Hot blooded. Yeah, that's a great song. Okay. Um, burned by blood. The breath weapon is in fact a jet of blood, though it is inert if kept in a container underwater. Dragon's blood burns fiercely in air, though it is inert if kept in a container underwater. So it must be the pressure here, too. It has. It, it seems to have to have be under pressure. Oh, so if it's kept in a container. It's like, it's, it's like certain things that when they expand in air, they become combustible because the force of changing states causes it. So wait, is it going to like, if, okay. <laughs> okay. So wait a second. So we've got containers. Like I've got the little, what are those little, what are those little mason jars? jars? Mason jars. Right. I've got mason jars with fire drake blood. Right. Underwater. Right. So I can go into a 7-Eleven, and there's like a big vat right. with water, and they're, right. like the, they're, like, they're underneath there. 
So, but if I pull it out. What they're saying is, because it's the only thing I can think what the water is for, is for the pressure, but I, who knows? So, wait, does it start, is it going to crack the jar? Are you telling me when it hits air? It hits it air. It not only heats up, but is it also like. Yeah, it's like a, if you're reading this, it, it starts, once it burns fiercely in air, air would cause gas to be released, so that would cause pressure. I thought it just if it was sealed, but apparently it has to be underwater, which again confers to me some kind of pressure. Because they don't have pressurized gas tanks back then. Well, wait a second. How do I handle this stuff? So it's underwater. If it's got to be underwater, how do I well, you had to do suck it. with it? Well, I assume you, you've, if, you're, if you're extracting blood from fire drakes, you have them lined up, you stick them, you run right. a hose down under, into an underwater area, and you fill it up in a hose. In a jar underneath. It's a very, very difficult contraption. So, so this would be awesome, though. So you could have, like, this adventure. Like, you know, you're, like, in the, of course, the mad wizard or whatever. Right. And so you go into this room, and there's, just like, a big vat. That's and there's right. all these mason jars. Right on the bottom. With blood, red stuff. Right. Oh, my God, you're going to pick one out. <laughs> it's gonna, yeah, well, apparently, the only way, uh, it's, it's inert if kept in a container underwater. It becomes not inert, which means it would start. Inert means not moving. Right. It would start form like form. I have inertia. My wife's always said to me, "Why are you so inert?" What does she mean by that? <laughs> oh, James, that's not what I was talking. You know, uh, I wasn't talking about that. That's about me sitting on the sofa. Yeah, it's like pure sodium, as Vic said. You know, if you if you expose it, it it, it wants to react to the atmosphere. Okay, well, here's the question: though. What do I do with this? Why am I extracting? So, so now, so I can see this happening. I've got this great plan. Okay, I captured a fire drake. I'm sucking the blood out of the poor guy. That's horrible. So are fire drakes just being kept in captivity and their yeah. blood being sucked out of them? Until the druids save them. That's right. Save the fire drakes. So I extract, I got the tube, fine, or whatever. Or how do I get it? We don't have a lot of tubes in the AD&D, do we? How do I get it into purple worm my jar? Extract, purple worm intestine. Oh, so I've like created. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a mad wizard. You're right. So it's in a jar sealed underneath. And yeah. there better not be any leaking. Right. So you could throw it at people like a bomb. No, no. That's where I'm getting at. I have to throw it. Quickly. It, yes. Or it has to be in like a cube of water. Or put an ice cube. Yeah, but, yeah because I've got to keep The minute I pull it out, it explodes. Well, I don't know how quickly it does. It starts probably shaking. You probably have oh. a few seconds as the pressure starts building up. Should we send some of these to the Ukraine? <laughs> That's right. Instead of... <laughs> Molotov cocktail fire drink. You got it all wrong. Fire, tr- fire truck. But the reason you do it apparently is so you can create flame tug swords. Oh, sorry. I haven't got you right. As James always said, keep reading. But this is fascinating, though. So it you can use these as weapons. Right. That's what it is. Fire Drake. Every, see, the problem is people don't like flaming oil because people complain about flaming oil is really not flaming oil. The oil back then was not like kerosene that just lights up. So people are constantly looking for Greek fire. You've heard of Greek fire? It's like a napalm kind of thing. This is another napalm kind of thing. People love chucking things at things and blowing stuff up. Well, this is my, I find this mildly entertaining. Yeah. I like this. These are like little, little uh, fireball guys. Okay. But what's even better about it is it is, it's, um, it splatters. It's like shell. Yeah. I mean, it's not right. I mean. Like napalm, it just splatters everything, well, burns says, through everything. See, this says cone, but my guess is the cone is because he's able to. Yeah, he's projecting. It's like a flamethrower, and it's coming. It's like squeezing out of toothpaste. Yeah, he's squeezing right. it out of his throat. He's coming out of his somehow throat. regurgitating his blood and 
focusing firing. But if I just throw a jar of that's just fire a splatter drain, once when the once it hits, it's going. Yeah, it's splattering everywhere. That's horrible. Yeah, Shra- it's like shrapnel. It's sh- shrap. It's napalm. It just kind of sticks to everything and burns until it burns through. Yeah. So you could actually, could you stick stuff in there? Like, you know, like oh, yeah, pe- glass? Sure, glass, anything, yes. Little pieces of iron, rust, rust stuff, green slime. Coins. I mean, you could be killed by copper bees. I mean, it goes right through your neck. That's right. <laughs> right? Death. Death by money. I finally have something to do with those copper pieces. Right. You're Later stuffing on. them in. Well, you could, you could form a thing. You know, that could be the thing that holds it, like a cannonball. Yeah. Put the f- stuff in there. Oh, that's right. It starts the jar. So what you do is, right, you got the jar, mm-hmm. and you put stuff, you put a bunch of junk in the jar, and then you put the tube, the fire drake stuff goes in there. That's right. And it's sealed. You got to make sure that you seal it. For, yeah, and then you quickly pop it off, you stopper it. Yep. Or you do it underwater, you have your water. So do you think that you walk into a shop, and there'll be like, so there will there really be like a stoppered fire drake blood, like in water? At a large town. And they warn you. They're like, you need to get this back into water. They probably sell it to you, like with a little right, like, thing of water, probably in a Contain- container, like individual a water. It's floating right, in there, right? Exactly. And you buy it, yeah. and you're definitely a waiver. Yeah, well, yeah. You sign the waiver. We're actually, they actually like at the pool. Uh, do you have a pool where they have the, you know, the liquid chlorine? They they bring it to your car. They don't let you take it out. Right. They don't. They want. Oh, they that's w- right. Pull up the back. That's right. You ride your horse. Comes get, up to the back. Get in the back and get out of here. Because the kids are messing. Oh, they're on high shelves to be sure. Absolutely. Because the kids are like, "What's this?" <laughs> Throwing it. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> that would be a fun. That could be an adventure. Like you play. That could be an entire campaign. You just like you you you're just like working a shop like this, and the kids come in and. Or it could be like dirty water, the um, you know, nuclear waste. What some, some mad. Uh, you know, like the spent nuclear rods, they have to be in water to keep them from melting through. So this could be, there's a bunch of these pots that are, and the water's draining. And if you don't hurry up, the whole place oh blows up. Just like a little red alert. <laughs> <laughs> it's like dangerously low. Three mile island, exactly. You're like, people are peeing in it. And whatever they can do, get the water. <laughs> keep the pressure up, exactly. Okay, I love this. All right, here we go. Um, the fire drake also has a breath weapon, which it can use five times. Dead. Okay, we talked about that. 60 feet long. All right. Uh, fire drakes, sadly, have a short lifespan. Oh. You already read this, right? We did. Oh, that's, wait, wait, but that's terrible. But now it's making more sense to me. So in other words, your fire drake, they're going to die. Yeah. Very quickly. That's sad. <laughs> okay. So swords dipped in the blood immediately become flaming swords for three to six melee rounds. What, what does a flaming sword do? Well, I guess we'll read about that. Though there is a 2% cumulative chance during this time of the sword breaking when a blow is struck with it. If the sword survives, I assume that should be, if the sword survives this three to six round period, it reverts to its original powers after it ceases to flame. So it acts like a flame tongue. That's what it's saying. So what's a flame? All right, now we're on to flame tongue. Oh, pull your flame tongue out. Flame tongue. That would be a good name of a character. Flame tongue. Flame on. Flame on. Flame on. Flame tongue. Okay. Flame tongue. Come, it rolls <laughs> Remind off. me, that's got to be the name of one of my baddies in an adventure. Don't you think flame, flame tongue? tongue? That's right. I am flame tongue. As opposed to worm tongue. Yeah, flame tongue. His cousin. Okay. We're flipping and we're turning. Where, 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 are we going to a sword, I assume? Yes. Sword. Uh, it is on page 165. Thank you, sir. Of the DMG. Okay. Uh, flame tongue. Up to third to the right. 
plus one flame tongue, plus two versus regenerating, plus three versus cold, <laughs> avian creatures, plus four versus undead. Wow. Sheds light only when its possessor speaks a command word or phrase. Oh, wasn't this your support for the fact that you can't turn on and off? Right. This one and the other one. There's another one that does says that. Right. And this flame illuminates the area as brightly as a torch. Oh, that's all. Note that the flame from well, this... Well, torch is better than normal sword. Sword only does... That's true. 15 or 20. This would be 30. I thought it was going to be all like on fire and like when I hit well, you, you yes. burn up. Well, that's what it does. Oh, sorry. Note that the flame from this sword easily ignites oil, burns webs, or sets fire to paper, parchment, dry wood, etc. Cold-causing creatures are those whose attack modes involves cold, like ice toads. Ice toad? Ice toad? Oh, ice toads in the monster manual? It seems so fiendful. Okay. I think so. White dragons, well, obviously, winter wolves, yeti, etc. Okay, so, I mean, it doesn't catch you on fire, though, does it? Like, well, I guess it gets your clothes on it fire. It could. It's, well, it sets easily things burning. But what it does is, as a flame tongue, if you're fighting undead, it's plus four versus undead. So you're... you're Why? Because it's... a skeleton. Why? What is... Because it's... Like? That's cause what a flame tongue does. I don't know. That's what it says. It doesn't seem to me like if I'm a skeleton and you're scorching me, what do I care? You know what I mean? It says plus four versus undead. Why, why are we fighting this? Why am I asking for... Yeah, okay. I mean, I understand why it'd be like under cold. Or plus two versus regenerating creatures. So if you're fighting trolls, if you have a big troll problem... You bring out this, you, t everyone dips their swords and attacks them. That's, now all of a sudden you're plus two to hit. That's a big deal. Okay, but wait. Oh, so I got to dip this. Well, wait a second. Yeah, you got to coat it. So if I'm, uh, so if I'm dipping my sword oh. in the... Uh, uh, if I'm dipping my sword into the, uh, the blood. Yes, dipping your sword in the blood of the, blood of the uh, fire drake. Yep. Right. Dipping, that, that, that's, that was a longer sign. Dipping my sword in the flood of the fire drake. How, <laughs> what kind of innuendo is that? That's, <laughs> so, go ahead. So, so I guess when it's on my sword, does it meld? So it's not going to explode. My sword isn't going to explode. It has a 2% chance oh. of breaking when the blow is struck with it. So is that kind of because of that? Okay. Yes. But so in other words, so I have to carry it in water. So in other words, I have to carry it in water and then dip it. Right. And it becomes a flame tongue. Yes. So I really got to prepare in advance. Right. Like, like, all right, declare, melee, declare your action. You're being attacked. Well, I'm looking for the... Yeah, the troll's coming. What do you do? Um, I wonder if I fumble the jar you can blow and drop it, up. it. Right, it could be everywhere. And <laughs> on you, exactly. Just become jelly, flamed. Dude, I got to tell you, man, I don't think it's worth it. I've read the flame tongue. Okay, no. This is a well, lot of work. If you don't have any other choice, mm. then you're kind of, that's, that's the default, so. So wait a second. So if the golem kills the fire drake... This is funny. He said, your metaphor is unnecessarily complicated. Well, of course it is. That's what we do here. Wait, if you kill a fire drake... Yes. You need to, like, run. Is it going to explode? Well, it depends how you've killed it. If you bludgeoned it Yeah, today. cut its head off. Well, if you cut its head off, there's just, then there'll just be fire emitting out of it. Absolutely. Because it's now being exposed. Right. You better run. Well, I'm assuming it's just ejecting out of the open wounds and then just setting things on fire, oozing out. Yeah. The question is, is it like a balloon when you hit it and it kind of... Poof. Exactly. I, I... So can you throw fire drinks? <laughs> like a water balloon. <laughs> They're throwing fire drinks off the... Dead. They kill the fire drink and throw it. <laughs> it's bombing. You can do it from a dragon, right? That's... You could do... You could bomb a whole town. Exactly. You bring fire drinks. So you can bring jars of fire drink blood. 
and you fly with a dragon, and you're just launching it over the town. That's terrible. Okay. I finally saw, I'm sorry, Augie. This wasn't filth. We're not saying what? filth. She's saying, I finally sit down to watch, and the first thing I hear is this filth. We know we're talking about fire drinks. Oh, she and needs to get her mind out right. of the gutter. Exploding blood. What is dipping, wrong? Dipping what? swords. What is wrong with her? That's what we have here. Oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> we're not going to have a show. We're going to be playing James loves to wield his sword. Exactly. <laughs> okay. So we got to fight this. Okay, let me, okay, can I give you finally my final thoughts on the fire drake? Yes. This thing's only here because of that blood stuff. Right. All right? Right, the blood That's stuff it. makes it cool. And it's unnaturally complicated, right. but whatever. Okay, I'm never using this thing. All right. Who, are, who am I? Am I? The you're st- the fire drake. Oh, great. Okay, you're the stone golem? I'm the stone golem. Okay. I like, I like my chances. I can't even do any damage to you. You can spray on me. I'm going to let you do fire damage. <laughs> oh, what does the golem say? Can you fire damage? I can't hit you. But I can't hurt you. It says the only spells, not because we did. It's not a spell. It's not a spell, so I'm allowing it. What does it say? It says normal weapons do not harm stone giants. In fact, it only requires weapons of plus two or better, which said. The only spells which affect it. It doesn't say anything about fire or poison. Oh, here's another discussion. So you think I can do fire damage on you? I'm allowing it just so that we can have something. Okay, but what would you think? Normally, no. Okay. Yeah, wouldn't happen, right? Yeah. Right. Okay. That would be my guess. Because there's stuff other than weapon damage or spell damage, right? This right. would be something other. Yeah, you can't, so breath po- we- you, can't breath poison, you can't poison the golem. But there's, I mean, the other point of this is the only spells. Well, it, I, I guess would disintegrate not work? I would say it probably would work, in my opinion. A sphere of annihilation? Absolutely. Wait, so it's the work. only spells. Oh, well, that's. Well, that's a magic item. And that's why I'm allowing this. Because well, the wand of Orcus? Fireball would not work, but because this is a magic or something outside of it, I'm going to allow it. I agree. It technically doesn't answer the question. It doesn't say. Can I annihilate you with the wand of Orcus? that work? That would work. All right. Let's go. We're doing, uh, we're doing distance. Correct. Right. There's a lot of children that are chatty. Uh, yeah, I'm just trying to catch up. They're, they're, they're filthy. I know. I can't. Their minds are in the gutter. That is true. Their minds are in the, uh, the catacombs. So now we need to. Um, I did get a question from someone questioning our doing this, and I have to review again, make sure we're doing it right. So we have to first, we have to follow the rules, which I totally am fine with. Would you screw up? Exactly. Uh, we have to figure surprise first, then distance. So let's, okay. So let's do surprise. Okay. <laughs> Here's my Valentine's Day advice. Four. Ah, uh, one. You are surprised for three segments. Now, no, stop. Now I'm, I have to No, figure. I'm, stop that. I'm surprised for one segment. Don't even do that. What are you doing? Here, one segment. Did You're you right. do that intentionally to yes, make me I upset? Yes, I did. I did. Get my blood to boil. That was good. So to speak? Yes. Your blood that to boil. That remains an issue of controversy. No, I agree with you. It's you one know, segment. No, you, you know why? I don't want anyone asking this officially for the Grog Empire. Right. Is because there is controversy, and I'm concerned. About you can only it. be surprised the by the well, number. What, you can only be surprised based on the number of segments that you could potentially be surprised. Well, that's what we say. That's well. That's what I, I read the same right. thing as you. I agreed with you. I know, but not everyone does. That's and true. I think it's a matter of controversy. Okay. All right. I'm surprised. For only one if it was to your point. Um, only if they both were surprised with if, that. If, and if I could be surprised on a one to four. Right. Then, that then would, if that's... you surprise me four out of six, right. then I roll a four, right. 
then I'm four segments. Minus one. If, if we were both surprised. And if we're both surprised, it's a difference. Right. That makes total sense. That's right. You're surprised, I'm surprised. Well, so that's the how difference. much that's more what, am I That's surprised? why the difference, I agree with you. That's why I said I agree with you. Right. Because you, you are di- not surprised. Right. I have to do difference. So th- because we're surprised, the distance will be between one and 30 feet. Yeah, so this is great. So I'm done. 20 feet away. Oh, God. What's your movement? Six. I can't get to you quick enough. Oh. But I can cast my slow spell, which is what I cast on you first. Okay. How many times can you cast slow? It doesn't say. It says, in addition to my normal attack, I can cast slow every other round. Ah. So, boy, every other round. So do I get a save? I get a save, don't I? No, there's no saving in slow. Oh, there isn't? No. And I know, if I had magic resistance, I could roll for that. Yes, you could. It's standard, which means zero. You have zero, right. So you just automatically, there's no save. Correct. On slow. Yeah, it sucks. So I'm at half movement. Right, and you get one attack every other round. Wait, do I get attacked the first time? No. Why not? Because that's how it works. You lose your first attack. You get oh, that's second. terrible. So now it's my turn. I win initiative because you're slowed. You can't move. Now I'm, I've, I've moved. I moved six feet, so now I'm uh, 14 feet away from you. Wait, I have an important question. Yeah. You probably see this coming. My breath weapon when I'm slowed. Right. <laughs> just just drop out. <laughs> just sputter out. <laughs> I'm dribbling. Right, because if you think about that, I mean, don't you need a certain amount of speed for it to projectile? It's not like it goes like half speed. It was kind of like I'm going to say it's going to go less. It's not going to go as far it, sixty yeah. feet. It's just gonna, I'm going to like belch it out, yeah, right? You, you don't have the same pressure that you would have. Yeah, it's, it's possible that I wouldn't even get it really out at all. I mean, I know we need someone to do all the calculations and all that, right? But your ejection distance is not. It's not going to eject as far. It's not going to spew. As right, far, right? It's not going to launch itself. It's not going to. It doesn't have the same force, right? As it ejects out of the out of the orifice there. Right. I got you. I got you. Okay. You're, you're slowed, right. so it's like you've taken medication and it's slowed it, and it's just not shooting out. So this far. is safer for you. So the, right, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a safer way to do it's it. A safer ejection. That's exactly right. <laughs> okay. It doesn't. It doesn't. Pro- doesn't. It doesn't project as much. Right. It's a little delayed. Got it. Okay. So. That's not good. I, That's bad. I move six feet because I can move one segment. I cast slow on you. And now it's the new round. You automatically lose initiative. Oh, well, you can roll, you can roll I, initiative. Do clear action. If it I does, dribble, does it cause damage to myself? I don't think so. Oh, okay. That'd be I'm horrible, a, right? I mean, I like drop it all over myself. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, they 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 don't agree with us, but it's fun. Wait, um, oh, oh, they're saying, oh, see, angry monk saying breath weapon wouldn't be affected. Why not though? Aren't I moving slower? Don't I need to like? Well, he's get saying the... would the arrow fly slower? That's the argument. An arrow would not. I think the arrow would just like it would just draw. I'd be like, well, he's saying that you just because you're I can't moving. shoot an arrow, I can't do it. Well, that's what they're saying. All right, where's slow spell? Uh, no, 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 James, no, no, no. I'm ending the stream. No, no, no. This is why we do it. I'm a learning. I'm a learning. Come on. We're, all right. Slow spell. What is that? Magic user, I assume? I was entertaining uh, Dan with the, slow, with the lack of force. I, it should do the same thing. What? Wait, what are you saying? Per the spell. I'm, I'm commenting on Shannon saying he disagrees with my interpretation. What's your interpretation? My interpretation is everything works the same. You just do it half the things. Well, I don't like that. I well. think, I, think I, if, I don't think you can shoot an arrow. Well... No, I don't think you can shoot an arrow. That arrow is going nowhere. It's okay. dropping to the ground. Wow. Then, and then everyone should memorize slow spell because it's super powerful. Page 75 in the player's handbook. Okay. Slow spell. Well, we're going to find out, aren't we? 
Okay, a slow spell causes affected creatures to move and attack at one half of the normal or current rate. Thus, it negates a haste spell, has cumulative effect if cast upon creatures already slowed, and otherwise affects magically speed or slow creatures. The magic will affect as many creatures as a spellcaster has levels of experience, providing these creatures within the area of effect, blah, blah, blah. The material, it doesn't tell us. A drop of treacle. Oh, because treacle is that slow? It's like molasses. Like yeah, treacle. yeah. Um, so, all right, let's go to the DMG. Does the DMG talk about it? I understand what you're saying, James, which is every, every, everybody just says, okay, you get a one attack every other round. Yes. Which is the way I'm talking about it now. You'd, be, you'd basically be like this. Uh, uh, and you'd be like, stop hitting me. Right? Because yeah. that's, that's what I'm arguing is it's like this. I would never puncture you. Right. Right? And you're saying no one plays it that way. Right. Everyone plays it. You get a normal attack. It's just every other round. That's correct. All right. Well, the DMJ doesn't say anything. I figured you already knew because you already had that look. You're like, you weren't even looking. I did. I just looked quickly. How do you know it's... Yeah, you're right. Everyone does. Oh, wow. So I, I, I get your point that the idea is you're in this molasses and because you're... you're treacle. Treacle, excuse me. You're in the treacle that... But then you couldn't make any attacks. You can barely communicate. It's right. hard to understand people. Oh. You can cast no spells. Right. Because you're, you're, right? your verbal component right. is, 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 is off. I would, incur, I would interpret it as that you're heavily encumbered. So even though creatures that are heavily encumbered still can attack. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We, we don't, they can't move as fast, and they are, it's a struggle, but they're able to attack. They basically have to use all their energy to do that. So their attack as normal just takes twice as I long. think that's the way most people would play it. Well, I'd be hated. If I was a DM, can you imagine me at a convention? I'm like, yeah, I Well, it's the same thing people hate when we, we say that, hey, if you, if you drink haste, you should get, it's a magical attack and you're aging, you should do the system shock. People hate that too. But that, yeah, well, that's why the book. That's yeah, why the but book. But people hate that. They're like, that can't be, that can't be. I'm like, well, okay. this, is, this is how we read it. But that, the idea is you, you do half your movement, you're basically heavily encumbered. That's how I've always ruled it. Because it doesn't say you don't attack. Because if, if it was truly like you were in molasses or treacle, then you couldn't attack. How could you attack then? If everything was like... What's interesting, though, is what does your attack look like? So in other words, yeah, it must be like you're encumbered, you're covered with treacle. Because what would your attack look like? Your attack has to look normal when it, right. when it happens. Because, I mean, it's, otherwise there's it's not going to be any damage. So it's, it's just you're, you're encumbered. You're stuck with this thing. So you, it's, you have to force yourself to take longer to, to get it done. It's kind of like I feel certain days right. covered in treacle. Yes. As, uh, as, as opposed to some other thing that's like that. That's right. good. All right. So you go, thank you, Shannon. That's, that's what I was trying to get. I, I, you understand this show, right? You've been listening for a long time. This is letting Dan discover the game. That's what we're here for. Ah, but also questioning your right. assumptions that have become solidified over right. decades. That's true. I, right? I, I'm not challenging that. I'm glad you do that. That is never the intent, right? You understand that. That is not, I'm glad, because there are things I have seen. Surprise is a perfect example. I, you have convinced me that this, the way you've read Surprise is correct, and mm -hmm. I agree with you, which in the past, I never would have done that. That's right. It, it, there's a benefit to having somebody that this is totally new to. Well, and, and like we've right. talked about, I used to play till 1990, and then we didn't play for, so maybe I knew a lot because I was a DM back then, but 
Yeah. I haven't played in 25 years, and the game continued. Okay. Well, I think it's very interesting. What is treacle? That is a good question. I think it's a Brit. It's, well, the Brits like treacle, like a treacle tart. It's a very, I think it's a very sweet molasses Okay. Yeah. I think. I think, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, let's do it. So after all that, it's on to the, oh, so you're just going to step on me now. Oh, declaring action. And you said that I don't, oh, and here's another thing too, is that, is your statement that I lose it on the first one, is that just a house rule? I didn't see that anywhere, buddy, about, it just says I'm at half. Okay. I didn't see anything. Did it say that I lose my first one? So you're now questioning whether you lose your first one or not. I just want to know, why is it, why is it zero, one, not one, zero? Right. Right. So we'll go back to the spell. Okay. You're very litigious today. Was there, was there some, uh, some, something you're practicing that you need to know? I'm just curious. No, I'm just curious. You're not, about you're not seeding any points at this thing. Every point is being contested. Well, when you tell me it's a good thing that I ask these questions, you encourage me. That's right. right? You now need now to that discourage is, that me. That is my own fault. It is your fault. They cause move and attack at half, one half the normal current rate. So now you are one, uh, you were one of one, one attack per round. Now you're one of two, right? No, you know what? Let me just say this, though. You're all right. It does say attack at one half the normal rate. This is very specific. That's it. Gary's saying take your move. If it's 12, it's six. Right. And take your attack rate, and it's half. Right. That's really all that says. That's right. It doesn't say, it doesn't, it doesn't say, Affected creatures to move and attack at the normal rate. It doesn't say everything you're doing is slowed by half. It says your move and attack rates. Right. That's it. All right. Uh, right. Rate. Okay. So you convinced me of that. So I agree with that. Okay. All right. Uh, all right. Let's move on. I'm done being litigious. All right. Okay. So. So I don't do anything. I declare nothing. You declare. Well, you can declare and you can win initiative, but if you're. Oh, that's right, because I can move. You, you could move at one half rate if you like. So you're going to declare action. Go ahead. You, I, what would you like to do? I'm going to. I'm 14 feet away from you at this point. My well, creature. we always fight. We always we always fight to the death here. So I'm going to I'm going to um, fly very high. Oh 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 I'm, oh no! Because I have 60 feet, I'm going to fly backwards. I'm going to fly backwards. Okay. You're so I want to get that range attack. You're going to try to fly away. I'm going to fly away, but I'm not I'm not disengaging. Right. We're, we're not engaged yet. Because okay. I'm 14 feet away from you. Okay. I'm flying. I'm going to charge you. That's what I'm going to do. Okay. So, it's initiative. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm using you your... Did, you did my... One. Ooh. Five. You are able to get away. My 18. I have 18, so I have nine inch. Right. We're outside. We're in the mountains. Right. We're outside. Are there any trees? Where's the... Can I see if there's not trees? See, see, angry monk. That's not, not with that dice. Monster Manual too. <laughs> Ooh, no, no. Truth. all right, whatever. So I'm flying away. You're flying away slowly. At and nine, I can't. And nine. I can't. The problem is I can't catch you. Not that slowly. Well, nine for a dragon. That's pretty slow. Nine. What was our What was our initiative difference? Do you remember? Five and a one. So four. So for four segments, right. right? I'm flying away at nine. We're outside. Yes. So that's a lot of. I don't so know. if we're gonna get really noodly here, let's get since since apparently we're going super noodly. Let's Ramen do that. Noodle. I'm a stone golem. I move at six. Outside, if I'm charging, I get 33% of my movement added to it. So that's one-third. That means an eight. So I'm moving at eight. I move eight feet the first segment, and you start <laughs> moving at nine, flying away. So you, I, even though I'm chasing you, I don't, can't get to you because you're moving still faster than me. Sounds good to me. This is why I don't DM. Sounds good to me. 
Does that make sense? Yes. Considering I wasn't listening. Okay, do you want me to use little figures? Is it, wait, does that mean, did James get that right? Monster Man <laughs> Yes. That's yeah, okay, go ahead. So, uh, I'm not going to you never, Well, you never get to play with them. Okay. <laughs> you want to use <laughs> Oh, that's me. That's you. Yay, okay. That's yes. you. Um, so We're 14 am, feet away. I'm a dragon net. I'm this two-headed ogre. I can, because I'm outside, typically it's double rate if it's inside, but outside we said it's 33% movement mm -hmm. if you're bipedal. I think it's 50% if you're quad pedal. This is in the DMG. So if it's 33, I move it eight. I move my eight feet. Next segment, you move nine feet. Eight feet, nine feet. Ah, oh, I gotcha. So you're slowly going to well, get could, away from Well, it. theoretically you could do it. I get three segments of movement before you do anything. That's correct. Right? That's correct. Okay. Um, shouldn't you have to roll for your, wait, we're in the mountains, correct? We're in the mountains. Shouldn't you need to make a dex check to see if you like fall down? No. Or fall down the mountain or anything? No, I'm a stone giant. I'm, 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 You're very I'm, steady. I'm steady. <laughs> okay. Steady as she goes. All right. So th that is just, just to kind of throw in some extra flavor for So people. I'm leaving away from you. You're flying away. Yeah, I can't yes. catch you. You're flying away slowly, but I, that's can all. I fly, can I like fly away and use my breath weapon? Yeah, you can come around. Multitask? And, absolutely. You can come around and blast. Because I'm going to stay. I'm, I'm out of your range. Well, I don't know what you can do. All right, let's do it. You don't know what I can do. That's so right. are we declaring? Yeah, so now you're, you are 80 feet away from me. Oh, this is, oh wait, 80 feet no, away? No, let's see. Uh, no, you went. I'm going to stop. You go 90 feet, I went 80 feet. So you're, 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 we're about 25 feet away, but no, you're I above. Was in, I you, was, you could be up here. How high do you want to be? Uh, I want to be about like, I want to be like about, what I would guess is 55 feet away from you. Okay, so you basically went vertically up then. You kind of <laughs> moved up. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes. So you're, you're, you're like trying you're to above, grab me. You're, you're above me. Yeah. You're jumping. As, as a stone giant is known to do. Right. Stone golem. Right. Okay. Yeah, I, I, there's not much I can do because oh my God. basically I can just pummel you and cast slow. I'm just going to, I'm just going to, I'm going to, you're going to be on the run. I'm just going to burn you up. Well, I couldn't yeah. do anything. I so just how many times a day can you do it? Five uh, times daily. Let me see. The fire does breath. I use five times daily. Yep. So I'm just going to be sitting there. This is terrible. This is the worst ever. So basically, yeah. if we were playing this by the book, I would be flying out of range of you, and I would be just basically doing my breath weapon at you five times. Exactly. And you would just stand there. I would be trying to, yeah, I'd be make, trying to make my saving throw. Is there a saving throw? But, but if we were playing this by the book, we're probably not doing, well, may not be doing any damage. What do yes. you do? You're stone? I'm stone. Oh. Would you like do like an item saving throw stone to fire? No, I would not just take the damage. If if I'm allowing anything, if if I'm not being literal, which says only spells, we've decided this is not a spell, right? That's what it's we clearly said. not a spell. So it doesn't say it's immune to all damage, right? That's true. So I'm going now. We can look at Gollum. That sounds like a sage advice question, doesn't it? Can a fire drake do damage? The only the only way I would say it's not is you have to go back to page forty seven. Yeah. And say magical creatures with hit dice equal or greater to may be able to attack with effect. So again, if I wanted to, this is where this would come in. Magical creatures with hit dice equal to or greater than those of the golem are able to attack. Oh yeah, that sounds to the negative influence. I right. can't do anything. Right. That's my. That's what I would say. Well, maybe that should be it. I mean, that would be by the book. Is the way this would end. Is I do five bursts at you. Right. Nothing happens. Right. And you run away. I've flown away. Exactly. And I just fly away. Exactly. That's what should happen. Unless you're an idiot. And you know, you're semi. I don't think you want to die. Well, you know what we could do is we could do a rule that if neither party can win, 
then it's a new creature, right? There's no champ. No one won. Right. It's a tie. That's right. There's no overtime. So what do we do then? We just, next time we'd roll up a new character, a new monster, a new monster. Okay. I don't know. What do you think? I like it because I'm tired of the Stone Golem. Well, yeah. I mean, he did not kill the Fire Drake. Right. He did not win. Is that fair? That's right. He did not win. He did not win. And he did not lose. Or, so, so it's a tie. They, they, get ret- they get retired. Yeah. Because they're both, yeah. All right. But, I, but you can do divine intervention still. Maybe that can t- change the corner. Maybe Tiamat. Can you come. do it if you're not dying? You can, call, you can always do divine intervention. Oh, can we eat you? Well, then you can do it too. Well, I don't have a divine. Who am I? What's my we'll god, god of golems? I don't know. Okay. All right. All right. I like it. The Dragonettes, it's, does it sound like a, it sounds like a female yeah, from the 60s. biker band, right? Oh, or the 50s, or yeah, something 50. like Greece. Doop, doop, doop. For the Dragonettes. Doop, 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 doop. All right, All right. roll it. Here's, here's for the Stone Golem. Oh, 17. Close. All right. Do you want me to look away so you'll get it? That's terrible. Okay, we're going to set this once and all. We're going to roll the Andrew Monk dice. Did Dan ever cheat on the Divine Intervention rolls? We're going to end this now, and you're going to accept okay. this roll, I, right? Of course, the dice don't lie. Yes. yes, what? I did not. That's false. <laughs> I did. I'm guilty. I admit it. It's true. 96. Okay. Clearly not. All right. I angered my deity. <laughs> he makes you stop flying. I'm annihilated. Yeah, and then the stone gone just steps on me. All right. Okay. So we learned a lot there, didn't we? Fire Drake, blood, fun. In fact, I saw, yeah. I saw Vic saying he's going to use it for something. So that's good. It's screaming out for it. That's the only thing for Fire Drakes. Yeah, the blood. And the flame tongue. The blood. Which would be super cool. Yeah. So make sure you murder your fire drakes there. Oh, uh, Dra- Pershan and Dragonet is a band from Canada. Whoa. There you go. Okay. I didn't know that. They spit blood in their costumes. <laughs> like Gene Simmons. Yeah, if just blood comes on the, on the crowd. <laughs> so much should be done there, isn't oh, there? That's awesome. Yeah, the pseudo-undead are like, you, dude, you, you ladies are awesome. That's right. You guys are way cooler than us. <laughs> yes. They just push, they push the pseudo-undead down. Get out of our way, nerds. <laughs> you suck. Boot off the stage. You're terrible. Bring on the dragonettes. Boo. <laughs> Bring on the dragonettes. <laughs> Screw you. Okay. Excellent. All right, so now we're on to the Artifact Roadshow. Oh, maybe we're not. Artifact Roadshow. What do we do in the Artifact Roadshow? So this is the segment of the show where I play someone who has brought a magic item, or what I think is a magic item, to you, an expert, right. for you to identify and appraise. Okay. And we, we randomly roll. Yep, and I don't know what it is. You don't know what it is. I don't know if you wanted to do the uh, extra one, too. Oh, yeah, if you'd like. If you want to. So, uh, well, that could be the first one, and then you can roll the second one. Okay, let's do that. All right. Well, hello. Welcome to Artifact Roadshow. Oh, hello. Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! Oh, I'm, what? oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yes, yeah, so um, I have, I've brought this sword. Ah. And um, uh, there it is. Wow. This is, where, can you tell me a little bit of the history of this? Yes, so... Be careful, don't cut yourself. Oh, sorry, yes. So, uh, this sword, um, I bought this at a shop. I paid five silver pieces for it. Okay, five silver pieces. Where was the shop located? Yeah, so so the shop shop was in the the city of Greyhawk. Okay. 
And well known for quality items there, okay. It was. It was it was called simply the magic shop. Uh, the magic shop. They sold lots of things there. And the reason why I got this one was what attracted me to it is there seemed to be some magical runes. I got you. On I it. See now that. I don't know, can you see that? That there are some there's some magical ruins on there. Yes. Uh, 32071B. I thought, I've researched this. You have? For a very long time. Really? I've been unable to figure out what 32071B means. Okay. Uh, and what was most interesting to me is that when I would... Ah! Sorry, I'm sorry. Ah. I'm sorry. Fireblood. <laughs> when, when you strike someone, as you see... Right. It lights up. And what I was told... Perhaps you could do it not using the blade, the dull oh, side of it. You know, sorry. Like yeah. Yes, I'm sorry. Thank so, you. So what I was told... So I have my cousin, mm -hmm. um, Hallmark. Ha, Hallmark. He, he tells me that he, he is a, he's a fighting man. Right. A, a man warrior. Of, okay, got you. And he tells me that if a sword lights up, that that means it's magical. Yes. Uh, but what's strange about this one is... It only seems to light up when you hit it. And he said, well, that's a little strange. He didn't, did not heard of that. Um, and he said maybe he thought it was uh, perhaps a, uh, something called a, a flame tongue. Ooh. I've been told it's probably a flame tongue. Wow. That's what I've been told. Um, and so that's what I know about it. Well, this is a very interesting find. And you said you got this at the city of Greyhawk. Which the magic you get, shop. The magic shop there, one of many. Um, well, no, they said, they said it was the, it said the original Magic Shop. Well, the original was in front of it, so I'm pretty well, sure course. it was the first. Right, the original one. So, um, yes, it is known that uh, swords that are magical, when held, they glow, and they emit a light like this one does. Um, and so that is very good that your, your cousin, or what was his name? Yes, cousin Hallmark. Cousin Hallmark. He was aware of that, because as a fighting man, he would know that uh, a, a sword that illuminates... Without flame uh, is that. And, and, you know, whether this is a flame tongue or not, you would need to know, uh, you know, typically when you hold the weapon, in this case, this is a, more of a short sword, uh, that, you know, if it had some intelligence, it would let you know about this. You know, the legends of swords. Wait, that, did you say intelligence? If, if, if this was an intelligent sword, when I grasped the sword, it would convey to me uh, its, its abilities. So I'm sensing the fact that we both touched it is not conveyed anything to us. It's very unlikely. So what, what would happen? How would I know? Okay, so I'm touching it. How would I? It would, would communicate to you either through pulses, or it actually could speak potentially, depending on the type of throbs uh, and tingles. It throbs or tingles, exactly. Okay, let me let's hold on. Like, maybe we're just being too noisy here. Hold right. On, let me listen. Yeah, I know. I hear a lawnmower. So, exactly. So, um, this is not a flame tongue. I'm pretty confident of that. Uh, this, uh, Can I speak to a supervisor? <laughs> I am the supervisor here. I'm a one-man band here. This, um, because you got it from the city of Greyhawk, there was, before the original magic shop, it was Bob's uh, party magic items for props. Uh, in the second age of Greyhawk, there was a tremendous theatrical... Uh, movement. Lots of theater houses came and went. This was a very common prop that was used to convey when the hero would to score a hit. So they would pretend they were fighting, and then as soon as a hit happened, the light would turn on. So... <laughs> oh. okay. so 
Unfortunately, I mean, five silver pieces is is probably a reasonable amount. Maybe you could get ten or fifteen because this is you know a prop from an older age, but is certainly not a flame tongue, and it's certainly not something that I would take into combat. Um, I I wouldn't bring it to. I wouldn't probably cut cheese with this or open letters. Uh, it's it's really it's it's meant for decoration. Oh well, oh well, and and but but what about the magical runes? Ah, the, the magical the three runes. Two. Right. <laughs> so this this is a date thing. This was on the thirty second day of the year. This was the seventy first built. And it was built by B, whoever B is, Bob or Betsy or Beelzebub. I'm not quite sure, but that was their initial. Oh, okay. Well, that's a little disappointing. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. Um, I don't know if it's because it's not a flame ton uh, or, or not, but that's a little disappointing. But It is disappointing. Oh, well. So if, you, if I were to take it to auction, it would be worth 10 silver pieces. So you double your money. That's not bad. Minus the commission, you'd, you'd lose a silver piece or two, but that's okay. Okay. Well, thank you. You've been very helpful. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for coming to the Artifact Roadshow. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Now he he murders me. Oh, very nice. Oh, that's too bad. Oh, that was... Well, you know what? That's what happens sometimes on the show. Sometimes it's not a winner. It's not Not a winner. always a winner. Okay. But now we're rolling for a winner. I'm going to randomly roll. So, James, I'm going to need you to turn away. Okay. I'm going to turn away. Because I am randomly rolling. Are oh, you randomly rolling? Okay, you roll. Oh, yeah, because you don't look. You, no, you can't know. I don't know. Because you will know what the dice is. So I'm going to ramp. So those of you following at home, I am, I'll show you the numbers. I am rolling on the DMG, table three magic items on page 121. And so I'll show you folks at home. You want to know what the number is? There it is. Okay. Hold on. I'm flipping and turning. It's going to be a plus one sword. It certainly could be. All right, hold on, hold on. All right, I am. Well, now it doesn't matter because I can't see it. Oh, unless you're going to show me the page. Oh, yeah, no, no, turn away, sir. Turn away, sir. So I am on the next chart. There is my number. I have my eyes closed. I'm going to close my eyes because I can't look back here because I can see you back here. So I'm going to close my eyes. Okay. Are you ready? I, I am. Hang on, let me look. Hold on. I'm almost ready. I'm almost ready here. I think I think I'm ready. I think I can handle this. So, all right. So, I come to you, mm-hmm. and you see standing a huge suit of armor. Ooh. Well, welcome to Artifact Roadshow. How are you today? I'm doing very well. Thank you. So this is a very impressive piece of armor. What do you know about it? Yeah, so obviously so I've done a lot of research on this. Really? And, um, uh, so yeah. why did you come here then? Uh, well, because of to be on TV. Oh, I got you. I... <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so, um, so this is, um, as, as you can tell, um, this is, my understanding is, this is chain mail. Chain mail, okay. And what you're looking at is just... Uh. <laughs> So I've been told this is chain, this is clearly chain mail. Nice. And um, my understanding is it's so it's about six feet, uh, you know, for a person six feet. Um, my understanding is it's elven chain mail. Mm, interesting. Um, I'm pretty sure that it is um, it's magical, and that's uh, that's what I know. Okay. Where did you get it from? 
So I, um, I went to a store uh, that was selling uh, armor. The Magic Armor store? It was, yeah, it was the um, truly original Magic Armor store in Greyhawk. Okay. You might be familiar with yeah, that. Yeah, I'm familiar with that whole street of it. Yeah, yeah. And, um, That's why the tourist district. Exactly right. Exactly right. And um, I was there. I just bought some uh, Fire Drake blood. Oh, wow. It's very, yeah, very dangerous. Yeah. And uh, I bought, I saw this. You're a fighting person then? I, I, yep, I'm a, yep, I'm a, uh, well, yes, almost. I'm oh, training. Oh, you're in training. I'm in training. You're, you're, you're <laughs> an apprentice. A, you're a warrior in training. I've been an apprentice for 15 years. You're a wit. Warrior in training. Warrior in training, 15 years. I've been told yes. anytime now. Anytime. I'll, I'll get my certification <laughs> and I can go adventure. That's good. I'm this close. Okay. And, um, uh, I was told I did just did just enough intelligence to be a fighter. Excellent. Um, so I was. Uh, this was in the window, and it was on sale for fifty thousand gold pieces. Wow! And I haggled the guy down to forty-eight thousand gold pieces. So you've been a training for fourteen, fifteen years, but yet mm-hmm. you've acquired fifty-eight, forty-eight thousand gold pieces. Well, you know, my dad was a, he was a fire Drake blood magnet. Oh, wow. And so we made a lot of money. There, I've heard there's a lot of money in that blood oil. And I said, yes, indeed. We, we, we actually, we supply it to a lot, a lot of the evil wizards for their for bombing rates. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, we're basically a weapon. My dad's basically a weapons dealer for evil wizards. Yes. And so obviously I've made lots of money. Wow. And I said, Dad, I want to be a fighting man. Okay. A, fight, a fighter. Right, right. What they call it back then. Yep. And um, he said, okay. He says, but you got to train. Get your certification. So you're like a weekend warrior. This is, this is like your That's side why home. it's taken 15 years. Wow, okay. Now it's all coming It's been together. a little slower. Right, right. And I said, well, I'm going to need some dope, dope armor. <laughs> of course. And so I saw this, and I had the coins with me. And, I, and you think it's elvish armor for what reason? Well, because, um, yeah, that's right, I do, because <laughs> that reason. Okay. Because I just feel it does. And, um, yeah, and so I bought it, and, and I was hoping you could tell me more about it, how magical it is. Okay. So a couple of things. If this was elven armor, it's very unlikely it is because of its uh, – Six feet tall. It's meant for someone who's six feet mm-hmm. tall. Elves are much shorter than that. I know that. Yes. They're, in, they're in the five-foot range. And they Uh-oh. rarely, if ever, make armor of elven armor for non-elves. It's, it's not impossible. But if you were to... This was typically built... This was a, typically a gift for some great noble or king. And I don't see any markings on it or anything like that. So it's not elven chain. Well, I... I... I don't like to disagree with okay. you because I understand you're an expert, expert apparently. Right, right. But when I asked the guy, he said, what are you looking for? I'm like, well, I'd really like some Elvin, Elvin chain mail. Yeah. And he sold me that. Yeah. So he, he said it was Elvin chain mail. Right. So, um, you know, I, I think another thing that could kind of uh, maybe steer you away from that. Are you a collector of gnomes? Yeah, I am a collector. Why do you I am a collector have all of these gnomes. little... I'm a collector of gnomes. Gnomes are gnomes are wonderful. Kind so weird. I was trying to look for here, um, have it in this one, but maybe it's in the next one over here, which is kind of you know there's a standards of quality for armor. I don't know if you've seen this before, where uh, 
you can actually determine the type of armor it is. And of course, I can't find it now. So, um, darn it, that's too bad. Well, anyway. What were you, you looking look for? Can I help you, kind sir? Well, uh, there was a picture in the Adventurer's Guide, which of course, I can't find my Adventurer's Guide, which shows the different types of armor. And clearly, the armor you're seeing here is not elven chainmail. It's not chainmail. How can you tell it's not chainmail? Well, because it's not just a chain shirt. It has plates on it. Oh, so what would this be then? Well, based on my years of experience and based on um, looking at it and seeing it, I believe this is plate mail. Oh, I really want a chain mail. Well, um, chain mail is a little bit lighter, typically, uh, but it also has less protection because the plates obviously protect more than that. Oh. So, one thing you can do, has, have you compared this to another type of uh, armor and seen the weight? Because magical armor would be basically weightless and, and have less encumbered. That's why I thought it was chain mail, because I put it on. I see. And yes, I did seem to move a lot more freely. I now, I thought that that was just because I'm so dexterous. Right. Well, clearly you're, you're a, a fighting man who's ready to take on the world after 15 years of... <laughs> Of, of training. I mean, at this point, you are, you're ready to go. So um, I'm going to say now, uh, again, because it is, uh, you know, I, I'll, let me look at it over here. Oh, yes, it's definitely lighter. Um, the other thing is you have to look at the material. Let's, can, we, can we get an idea of the material that this is? Sure. That it's made out of? Absolutely. So if I look at it, uh, perhaps let me see if I can see the material it's made from, I'm going to look in my book of evaluating armor and items. Uh, is this armor made of meteorite iron steel? It's on page 164. Let's look at that. Is it, is it made of special meteorite iron steel? Um, I... Well, we're going to have it evaluated. Right. So, uh, if it's not made of iron steel, oh, oh, mithril oh, alloyed oh. steel, or adamantite alloyed steel, it's probably magical, but it's not of, this, of the highest quality or highest dwemer. So I will tell you, when you, you're an expert. Yes. Right? So when you look at this, yes, you would believe it is, appears to be of special meter iron steel. Oh, well, then, then you look at it. Yes. So based on, and this is from the Kron Hills, the dwarves and the gnomes of the Kron Hills uh, extracted this, this type of metal. Um, and, and obviously a, a mage of high level cast enchanted item and permanency and worked with those great uh, dwarven blacksmiths to make this. So this Shut is, up. Yes. Wait, wait, wait. Stop, dude. You're telling me this Came from outer space. Yes, landed here, and then that metal was used, forged by. So, so, so there was like this. This suit of armor. No, comes flying out of. No, and crashes no, into the Kron that's not Hills. What I said. No, and a wizard says, "You are magical." No, that's oh. not. That's not. That's not what happened. That would be amazing if that happened. But that's not what happened. What happened is the meteorite hit. The metal core, the core of the meteorite was metal. The dwarves mined it, and is being used for uh, the wizard enchanted it. That's awesome. Yes, this is a very special piece. So whether it was, um, you you'll be well protected in this. So I'm going to say this is a plus three suit of plate mail. 
That is amazing. And what would, how much, like, how much is this worth? Now, you spent 48,000 gold pieces on it? That this? is correct. So, um, you know, typically this is super fine armor. And being able to buy armor in of itself is, is rarely would anyone part with this. I'm actually surprised and shocked that you were able to get this. I'm good, aren't I? Yeah, that's really good. Um, I'm going to say this is probably, if you were to sell it on auction uh, and didn't open your mouth, I'm going to say it's worth 22,500 gold pieces. I have 48 minus. Wait, so how, much, so how much money did I make then? What, what was you, my profit? You, you lost 26,500 gold pieces. Uh, if I'm correct, you know, sometimes the auction you get better amounts. So. No, that's all right. We'll just, we'll just sell more of that blood and uh, kill yes. people. More importantly for you as a, as a fighter, this armor is going to support you very well. This is equivalent, this, this equivalent, is, is equivalent to wearing full plate mail and a shield. This is, that's how much better this is. All right. Well, that's, that's not bad. I and you can move you. as if you were wearing chainmail. So that's very good. Well, I think I'm still going to look for Elvin Chainmail, but thank you anyway. I'm okay. a little disappointed, but uh, you've been very helpful. I, I, I can't believe I've got uh, a, a suit of armor from outer space. Right. You have some outer space suits. Uh, I'm the spaceman. Congratulations. Thank you. All right. All righty. So, sir, you're, you are absolutely correct. It was plate mail plus three. Yay. Thank you. And you said it at sale, you said it would be, what, about 22500 That is very close. 15500 Oh, 15500 Very close. Okay. So. Very close. So you did a very good job. Now let's roll and see if he was killed on his first adventure. Right. Shall we? Yes. Yes, yes. with an exclamation. <laughs> He's totally murdered. <laughs> Somebody. Somebody's like, dude, we got this guy's plate mail. Loot the body. That's right. It's plus three plate mail. I'd totally loot him. But so that is interesting. I'd forgotten about that. You have a good memory that it is from meteorite. So it does comes from uh, a metal from outer space. Per the DMG. So that, is, the DMG. that is a good way. Now, again, players would not know that. So you'd have to go take it to someone and be like, oh, this is. Right. You know, I, I, I could have elaborated if I would have known that. Oh, there's some right. celestial markings or something like that. But. In order to make it, those are, that's what it's inferring. In order to make those things, you would need that. So Very cool. Quick way to know if it's plus three or better. Right. Then I would have guessed plus one or plus so two. So I guess if you're a metallurgist, if that yep. was your secondary skill, then that would help you identify that. I'd give you a good chance. I don't know, right. if, I don't know if, you know, again, if you're back to, if you're a metallurgist, which I don't even know, is that a secondary skill you mm. can do? Or I don't know, it may not be. Secondary skills in d &D. Oh, sorry, yeah. Page 38, if I remember correctly. Whoa, let's see if you're right. 38? Yeah, I think it's, it's earlier, isn't it? Yeah, you're right. Flipping and turning, flipping and turning. No, it's not 38. You're back. back. Yeah, 12. 12. Uh, no, no metallurgist. Armor would be the closest thing. And armor, it, armor would probably work. Well, well, maybe. If you were Bob the Armor who worked in the local shire, yeah. when are you going to see? You've never. You've never seen that. Right, right. But if you are in Greyhawk, Right. Maybe. Right, exactly. Okay. All right, so the next thing we have is the uh, Have You Ever. Ah, yes. Yeah, so this is the episode of the show where you get to play a character class, and it's basically like choose your own adventure, uh, but not so because that's copyrighted. 
And uh, <laughs> so, you, you get to decide what action to take, and we see how you do. And we used to do it from First Encounter Magazine, Kelly right. Villamere. And we enjoyed it so much and thought it was such a great idea that uh, we wanted to continue it. And Rob Ritchie, the editor-in-chief yep. of, uh, of Flipping and Turning Magazine, uh, has actually decided to put together a new one. And this is, have you ever played a one-eyed half-work cleric assassin in a captured city? And so for those of you who may not remember, uh, the royal city of Cortonvas Cort has been overrun by an enemy army led by the wicked General Gaz. Good Queen Mabel has been thrown into her own dungeon beneath the palace. A group of loyalists want you to infiltrate the palace, rescue Queen Mabel, and scout out the enemy's defenses so they can mount a counterattack. And the fools don't realize that you're a spy for General Gaz. So we're working for General Gaz. Yes. Hired to get Mabel out. But the money they offered is good enough to overcome your loyalty. So we're, we're being bad. We're kind of playing assassins. Both sides here. Right. right. That's right. Why did you do that? I'm an assassin. Exactly. That's what assassins do. And I promised royal pardon for your many, many wicked crimes would be a nice thing to have in any case. So that's nice. So we have like a clean slate. Well, I don't have a clean slate. You know why? Are you dead? Yeah, I'm dead. You guards, didn't you want to talk to the guards? I, I was under the impression that causing mayhem in the first encounter would be a bad idea. Right. So I tried to talk to the guards. I was arrested and killed. Excellent. Correct. So I'm dead. Okay. So, so it doesn't matter what I think. And so we are now on to number two. Right. So uh, the last one was we exited the dockside bar where the deal was struck and found a busy street thronged with townsfolk. Oh, and a drunken rake. Oh, drunken rake. That's right. Yeah, like an animated Right. That's what rake. happened. Exactly. Which, well, I would have had a better chance against the rake than... That's why you misplayed it. You misunderstood what that meant. Uh, gardening tools are always a challenge. You've got to figure out what you're going to do with them. They are. A drunken rake bars your path. Naked blade drawn. Naked blade. That was that album. That was a good album. Naked blade. <laughs> Flash of the naked blade. <laughs> yes. Um, dip in the naked blade. Challenging in, you in to the, a fight. Um, and so That's what happened last time. That's what happened last time. So here we are. So you ready? So you either have or have not taken care of that rake. The sun sets. And you make your way towards the palace through the dark, rainy streets, doing your best to dodge the many enemy patrols that march about the city. As you slip into a filthy alleyway, you detect with your infravision the forms of six warm-blooded animals, mm. which after long experience you have come to recognize as giant rats. Their beady eyes gleam hungrily. Oh, see that? I think that's bad because they're kind of scaredy cats, giant rats. Right. But if they're hungry enough, they'll attack. They will attack. Unlike giant spiders, a 90% attack right on the giant spiders. I think you're right. So here are your choices, folks. We have 10 answer choices. So you have six rats coming at you. Well, they didn't say they're going uh, Well, they, they, you've encountered six rats who and appear to be beady, hungry. Their beady eyes gleam hungrily. Well, I don't know how, how, how do beady eyes gleam hungrily. What's, how does a beady eye look that's hungrily versus not hungrily? Um, I don't know. Yeah. They just, well, they're all looking at I've it. heard of Hungry Eyes. That's right. a song. Back, yeah, it's back in the day. Yeah. It's a terrible song, but yeah. Okay. Okay. We're Be going with it. Somehow we have determined that these uh, rats are hungry. Correct. B1. Number one. Attack immediately with sword. Oh, and remember, you are a cleric assassin here. You are a cleric assassin. And your magic items, you have a potion of visibility, a potion of clairaudience. Well, the, the answer choices will tell you what you can do. Two is throw dagger, then attack with sword. Three, light and throw the Molotov cocktail, 
Well, that's very timely. Why? You have a Molotov cocktail. You do. Nice. Four, read the speak with animal scroll and then run away. Okay. Five, hide in shadows and backstab. Like that one. Six, assassinate the first rat, then attack with sword. Can you use the assassination table on an Maybe animal? You say, can't say anything. Oh, can't say anything. Seven, present your unholy symbol. Eight, climb a wall to avoid this nuisance. And just to let you know, you are a level four cleric, level seven assassin. Yep. And your wisdom is nine, which means you have a spell failure chance. Right. Uh, drink your, nine is drink your potion of invisibility and run away. Ten is call upon divine intervention for aid. Okay. So one attack immediately with sword, two throw a dragger, then attack with sword, three. Light and promotive. Four, speak with animals. Five, hide in shadows. Six, assassinate first uh, rat. Seven, present your unholy symbol. Eight, climb the wall to get away. Nine, drink your potion. Ten, divine intervention. Correct? Yes, that is correct. All right, folks, if you want to play along with this shenanigans, put in your choices. I'm, I'm dead, but I will... I'm going to pick Molotov Cocktail. That sounds amazing for three. Yeah, that's a pretty good one. I like that one. I'll do something different. I actually like that. Oh, I'm sorry. I know that's a good one. I will. Uh, I think. I guess I'll. I guess I'll climb the. I mean, it says it's an alley, but then it says there's a wall. So I'm just standing. I'm going to be like hanging on the wall. Yeah, I guess. And then what do I do? Wait till they leave. Can so then the question, of course, is do assassins? I know they have some thief skills. Do they have the climb wall thief skills? They do. Well, you, I'm going to climb walls. Yeah, I, I was going to say you're at least proficient. Oh, I guess you are trying to figure out how to play. So I exactly. I know I'm like three levels below or something, like two levels below. Two levels, yeah. So I'm going, to, I'm going to climb the wall. All right, so we've got to give people five more seconds. Five, four, three. I should do a poll. I wonder how many polls you Oh, that's true. Oh, uh, that's a bunch. I have to add. Oh, that's right. What you could do is you could do a poll where it's like we all do whatever's the most is what we do, and we're just one character going through. Ooh, that's true. We should, start right. doing, we should start doing that next time. That sounds like a lot of work. It does sound like a lot of work, doesn't it? Well, I could try that next time. Um, hey, Sonny, how are you? So, uh, speaking of Godelicious, we were just talking about him. Oh, Sonny, we, we, we really, we have huge thanks to give to Sonny, don't we? Absolutely. I mean, we don't know what was going on behind the scenes. Right. At least what we saw was... But the pictures of, that he had with Golish had the time of his life. Without question. Right. There's no doubt about it. Vic is really... I feel like it might be a little bit like Harry Potter leaving Hogwarts and going back for the summer underneath, right. you know? Yeah. I'm sure Vic's going to show him a great time. Right, right. But, you know, leaving Sun. Going on the ferry, going to the homeland, playing D&D. Yeah. What a time. It was, it was awesome. He set the bar high. He did. He so did. Delicious. So, uh, they, everyone has picked... And so we're ready to go. So tell us, tell us the results of this. Did oh, anyone, sorry, we got us gonna, go ahead. Did anyone pick number one? Attack immediately with sword. No one picked number one. That was you kill the rats after taking eight points of damage. Eight points. That's a lot of damage. Do so you get disease? Why are rats in D&D always giant? Have you noticed that? Yeah, there's never normal rats. Very rarely. Okay. Do you get disease? Um, it did not say that you got diseased. Maybe you only find out later. Right. Like five things later. By the way, if you pick this one, you don't feel so good. Uh, exactly. You wouldn't know now. True. Two was throw dagger. Anyone do that? A, yep, we had a two. We did. You kill the rats after taking five hit points of damage. So whoever selected that, you need to subtract five hit points from your 35 hit points. Yep. Okay. 
Three? Anyone light and throw them all? Oh, together? yeah. That was two. you. That was Sonny, the Admiral, and me. Pick three. It works, but your lack of depth perception is a problem. You have one eye. Oh, I forgot. Right. One eye. Oh, my eye. <laughs> no, you didn't. It take, take two points of splash damage. Oh, okay. So, so I, I, like, I threw it right at me. <laughs> you're like that dragonette or whatever with a exactly. slow. Okay. Number four. Weak stream. A weak, yeah, that's right. You have a weak stream. Sorry, James. Um, four. Read the speak with the animal scroll. Anyone do that? Nope. The conversation is uninformative, but they do not attack you and get away. Nice. That was nice. That, the fact you didn't have a spell failure is good, too. That's true. Hide and shadows, number five, and backstab. That was terrible. Anyone pick that? I shouldn't say that. Five, no one pick five. They can see you already. That's true. Take eight hit points of damage before you kill them. Six, assassinate the first rat. An attack with sword. Anyone pick that? Nope. Same as B5. They can see you already. Yeah, you can only use assassination table. You have to be if, surprised. That's right. It has right. to be the right condition. Seven, present your unholy symbol. Nope, no one did And these that. are not undead rats. The rats ignore your piety. Take eight pit points of damage before you kill them. Eight, climb a wall to yep. avoid... Oh, I'm so nervous, James. Shannon, Shannon, you picked this. Oh, okay. I feel better about it. Eight. It works. The rats can't follow you up the wall. But how long do I have to stay there? I don't know. The rest of the adventure? Apparently you're stuck up there. Okay. Nine. Anyone do the potion of invisibility? Vic pick nine. I like that. It works. The rats lose interest in you. Ten. Anyone... Call for divine intervention. I think once someone did call for 10. Yep. Robert Lowry. I love that. Oh, poor Robert. You don't even, he doesn't even get to roll for this, apparently. Yeah. Your pleas are ignored. Take 12 points of damage before you kill them. Wow. You didn't even get to roll. It should have said, like, roll D. Right, roll D10. I'm going to roll for This is for Robert Lowry. Oh. No, that was cool. I saw the zeros. I, like, I know. It was a lot of zeros there, but it was five zero and then a zero. You take okay. 12 points. All right. So no one died. No one died. Well, because I was dead already. Well, that's true. Yay, no one died. Yay, congratulations. That's the standard. That's pretty good for us. So, um, so now we have to wait for, yeah, I would think rats can climb. But apparently giant rats can't. Oh. Have you seen squirrel climb the walls? They climb, they climb all the time. So I guess is that a lot of hard, is that a lot of work, though? Yeah, maybe, then what giant, do they do? maybe giant rats can't climb. Giant rats got to be really confident that they can kill you. I mean, right? Right? I mean, they're not that stupid, are they? I mean, small creatures aren't going to attack really big creatures. Yeah, I mean, they're like this, right? They're like the size of bigger cats. Well, that's true. And there are five of them. So maybe they could take you down. They're taking you. Okay. Maybe you kick one and then the rest well, of them. Well, climbing up makes it harder then, doesn't it? Yeah. It complicates things. Hey, you know what? Rob's, the, Rob's running this, so. I, oh. and, and you did a perfect one. That was good. I like burning them because I'm evil. Yeah. But I forgot that I'm. But I'm also not the wisest thing, which also goes through that. So are there just like strange smells in like, you know, you're walking by an alley and there's like rat smell, burning, burning. rats. Yeah. <laughs> I would assume that's pretty normal. You just turn away. You just ignore it. That's what happens. It's like New York, right? You walk by, you see some like Molotov cocktail and rats are burning. You're just like another dang yeah. Greyhawk. Right. Well, and rats in the subway, you know, if they hit that third rail, depending, it's kind of like birds when they're on the wire, that if they don't do it the right way, they get mm-hmm. fried. Same thing. You. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why they have a piece of wood over the over the over the rail there. Oh, makes sense. It's a, or maybe, but because that's two things you don't want to do: fall in and then get attacked by rats or killed by the train. Big, there. A lot of ways to die. This is big, a bushy, puppy production. All rats deserve.